What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here to bring you everything you need to know and nothing you don't about Detroit Golf Club, the site of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I've done all the research. I've looked at all the stats, all the trends. I've got some player quotes for you coming up. I've got some key stats at the end. It's everything you need to know so I can save you all that time on the research. So you're going to want to stay tuned. In fact, I have a player quote from a defending champion who feels like he cracked the code at Detroit Golf Club after missing the cut his first two times. He gives a little little nugget into what really clicked for him last year before winning, and I am talking about Cam Davis. Uh, we've got Cam Davis, a past champion here, Bryson DeChambeau, a past champion here, and Nate Lashley. This will be the fourth year they've played the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, the course hasn't really changed a whole lot. It is a, a, an older course that they renovated for the PGA Tour. It's an 1899 Donald Ross design. Um, it, it took a renovation in 2019 uh, to get ready to host the Rocket Mortgage Classic in the city of Detroit. So let's get to it. Let's let's talk about this before I get uh, ahead of myself. I don't want to do that. So here we go. Let's take a look at the scorecard to start for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. You can see it's a par 72. Uh, it can play up to 7,370 yards. Obviously, the distances can uh, can change depending on what they do with tee boxes. They got a lot of flexibility here. You got three gettable par fives for most of the field here, even the shorter hitters in two. And then, of course, the long one there, the uh, the 635-yard monster number four, not super gettable in two by really anybody. Um, and then you've got four par fours that play less than uh, – you know, less than 400 yards or, or right around that mark. So a lot of wedges in hand is what I think we're going to see here. What's interesting is, uh, you know, you, you've seen guys like uh, like Nate Lashley who missed the cut in both the starts after he won. He won the inaugural event here in 2019, then missed the cut the last two years. Uh, Cam Davis did the exact opposite. He's your defending champion. He missed the cut in his first two attempts. I alluded to that in, in a quote incoming here from Cam Davis. And then Bryson followed his win in 2020 with a miscut last year. Just kind of weird. It's, it's, it's very strange. And only six players have made all three cuts in the first three years of this event. Only six. So, you know, this is, this is shaping up to be one of those events with a lot of variance. A lot of variance. Embrace the variance. All right, let's look at some course features. Overall, it is an old school property and easy for the modern player to take apart. Uh, even after renovation, it's fairly flat and the trees, you know, everybody's going to say it's tree line, but our, our caddy insight tells us that, yeah, it's tree line for like an amateur, but the trees aren't that much of an issue with these guys unless they're really spraying it. Uh, they're kind of off the fairway uh, and the hazards are fairly avoidable for most pros these days. The, the bunkers are easy to carry. Bryson talks about that a little bit. The greens are the defense on this golf course. Donald Ross greens, I've played a bunch of Donald Ross courses. They typically are the, the defense of a golf course. Um, there's a lot of slope, a lot of undulation, kind of tiered, usually smaller. And, and these are on the smaller, slide, smaller side and feature quite a bit of contour and signature Donald Ross back to front slope. Uh, and being below the hole is key. And this is, this is something we got to pay attention to, okay? We're in the Northeast. There's this bent POA mix. The GCSAA website says bent POA mix. You're going to see some sites that are going to say POA, some that are going to say bent. People are going to be looking at POA stats. People are going to be looking at bent stats. Oh, my God. What the, what the hell do I look at? I don't know, David. Help me. I'm pulling my hair out. I can't figure out which grass type to look at. I'm going <laughs> to just calm down, okay? I don't know what I just did right there. I didn't plan on doing that. That just kind of came over me. 
Really, I just don't think it matters that much, okay? There is some POA in these greens. Our caddy friends say there's definitely some POA, but they, they roll pretty good. They roll pretty true. Uh, you got guys like Brand Snedeker in 2019 called these things POA, said he loves POA. You're going to hear other guys refer to it as bent. Um, obviously, it can be seasonal or, or depend on what time of year we're playing. It can depend on how much rain, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, well, I'll talk about it at the key stats here in just a minute. So hold your horses. Okay. Um, hey, by the way, while we're here, if you could go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already so you never miss a video. We're putting out more and more content, including killer interviews that you're not going to want to miss. And here's what I want to know. Comment. I want to know the, your favorite club in your bag. Absolute favorite club. Which one is it? For me, it's my two iron, my driving iron. I hate my driver. So I usually feel very comfy with the two iron in hand. It's a Mizuno uh, two iron. I love it. MP20, I think. Just splendid two iron. Absolutely love it. One of my favorites. Okay. Uh, let's look at key stats and trends for the first three years of the Rocket Mortgage. According to Data Golf, Detroit Golf Club sees a much higher percentage of shots from inside 150 yards than tour average, which makes sense based on the scorecard I just showed you. A lot of wedges into short par fours, wedges into par fives potentially if you're not getting there in two. And less, obviously, mid to long iron approach numbers. And Detroit Golf Club is the seventh easiest greens and regulation percentage uh, track at 74.8% average. That is really high on the PGA Tour since 2015. That's really high. Um, and and let, let me just say this too. When I'm ranking these on Data Golf, I, I'm, so when I'm saying seventh easiest, I'm throwing out major, um, all major courses except for Augusta National. Augusta National we see every year. The major courses, we get a one-year sample size every however many years, so I throw it out. So, you know, you, somebody might comment and go, but, but DB, uh, uh, Wingfoot played, had, you know, their driving distance average was higher. And, you, and so that makes, that makes Detroit Golf Club the 10th high. Well, okay, I threw out Wingfoot. It was one year. It's a major champion. Just forget it. Detroit Golf Club also has the sixth highest average driving distance at 295 yards. And it's the seventh easiest in fairway hit percentage at nearly 71%. Okay, sixth highest driving distance average, seventh highest fairway hit average. In other words, bombs away. Okay, the average fairway width is about 36 yards here. And Detroit Golf Club ranks in the top 10 easiest in terms of missed fairway percentage. What that means is, What's the penalty for missing the fairway? Well, apparently here in the first three years, it hasn't been all that much, okay? Uh, it has the lo sixth lowest scoring average on the PGA Tour since 2015, so it's easy. I mean, winning scores here, I mean, have been ridiculous. You had Nate Lashley got to 25 under, also won at 250 to 1, by the way, 250 to 1. Bryson won at 23 under at 10 to 1. That was coming off the COVID, that was COVID summer, it was weird. And then we, of course, Cam Davis, big, long, lanky, slanky Australian, was on my big balls betting card at 160 to 1. We hit that one, and he won at 18, uh, 18 under. So, um, yeah, tons of birdies to be made. The greens, like I said, are the biggest defense, and it does kind of rank in the middle, maybe top middle, in terms of difficulty putting on the PGA Tour. All right, let's look at some player quotes. We ready? Let's read this one from Bryson. Talks about uh, somebody asked him, you know, wanting to hit it further. How much does that help you in conditions like this when it was wet? He says it's huge. Being able to carry certain bunkers, fly to certain areas when I, where I can have irons in, where people are going to probably struggle a little bit, even though they're still going to play great. It's not like somebody that hits it short out here can't win. They can, absolutely. 
if they iron play well and putt really well, they can beat me. Hopefully this length give me, gives me an advantage that you don't have to be so perfect to allow myself to be up next to the top of the leaderboard come Sunday. Yeah, so obviously length is a big advantage, but this is a course that doesn't, you know, put chains on the big guns, put chains on the letting the big dog eat, you know. It doesn't really do that. Now, if obviously being in the fairway is critical. Let's let's read this this quote that I teased at the top from our defending champion Cam Davis. He says, I've missed the cut the last two times I played here, so I wouldn't say necessarily that it's a place that fits my eye straight away. But this year, I've kind of figured out a slightly different way to play the golf course, and that's try and put the ball in the fairway. Now, you know, does that mean Cam Davis may have, you know, left driver in the bag on one or two drives? Maybe. Yes, maybe. But he also still hit driver plenty. This is going to come down to hitting it long and far. But if you're not super long, but you hit a lot of fairways and you can, you know, hit your irons or wedges and get hotter with the putter, obviously that can happen. In other words, again, the key word here is variance. This is very much like the 3M Open. It's just a highly variable event. Any type of player can win. It, it's really, it really comes down to throwing darts on these greens and making a lot of putts. Unlike the 3M, these Donald Ross greens are a little smaller. Uh, so if you're hitting them, you've, you likely have better looks, closer looks to birdie. Um, but it, it is going to be a highly variable golf tournament for sure. Patrick Reed, I think the biggest thing is it's a shot-making golf course. You have to work the ball both ways. You can flight it. You can take it up in the air. There's a bunch of different shots, especially when the wind blows, that you have to play. It's not just see a number, hit a number. You have to use the contours of the greens. Use the wind in a bunch of different areas. I love being creative and having to work the ball around. A place like this, a place kind like this kind of suits me, and I feel real comfortable over the ball. The golf course is pure, it's in great shape, and it's a birdie fest. If you're hitting fairways, hitting wedges in there close, make a bunch of putts, you know, make a lot of birdies, giving you confidence going forward. So there's, there's P. Reed, again, just kind of saying, this is a birdie fest. You know, hit, hit your fairways, hit your wedges, you know, make your putts, here we go. But you could use a little creativity, and I think for some players, that's how they'd prefer to play it, whereas a guy like Bryson would prefer to bludgeon it to death, or a guy like Cam Davis may prefer to bludgeon it to death, and I think that's perfectly fine too. Uh, I guess the last thing we'll look at is going to be my key stats for the week. As you can see, like Detroit Golf Club is not a, it's not really a sexy course. I mean, it's really not. And I love Donald Ross courses. Um, some of my favorite courses are Donald Ross designs, but for the PGA Tour, this is just not a great one. Um, I prefer Sedgefield that hosts the Wyndham. I think I'm pretty sure that's a Donald Ross design. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Birdie Fest, unless wind, maybe. There's not a lot of wind, I don't think, here either. So, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. So, here, let's take a look at my key stats for the week at the Rocket Mortgage. Obviously, strokes gain approach is key. Along with that, you have opportunities gained. That's the proprietary fantasy national stat. Um, you know, tells you how many scoring opportunities in or under greening regulation a player has uh, a 15-foot putt or shorter. That's a real birdie opportunity. Opportunities gained is a great stat for this course. Obviously, strokes gained easy courses, which you can also filter on Fantasy National. Uh, recent form, you know, is something, I guess, but, like, there's still some variance. So, like, I would probably weight it less than maybe some places. Like, you could look at long-term form as a whole and see, like, who does really well long-term on a lot of these stats, which I think we should be doing anyway. I think for the most part, betters, golf betters, handicappers, DFS players tend to weight long-term form too little and short-term form too much. Long-term and short-term putting. And you go, well, David, 
There's no, there's no grass surface here. Yes, you're right. There isn't. I'm not going to look at it. I don't care. I'm not getting bogged down in bent POA. I'm just not. The, the, only, way, the only way I will avoid you as a putter is if you, your absolute worst surfaces are bent and POA, and they better be like really bad. Like on, on the Fantasy National bar chart, like Bermuda would be up here and Benton Poe would be like down here. And if they're like really bad long term, then I might be like, yeah, I don't know if I like that. Otherwise, I just want to know like who's putt, who's putting well. Short term, long term, this is a great spot for the rolling report on Fantasy National that can show you, you know, the last four rounds all the way out to the last eight rounds. You can kind of see the trend and how things are going. I like that. And I'm just going to look at putting. F it. I'm just going to do that. Uh, strokes gain off the tee. I, I think off the tee is you know, a big deal here because whether you're getting those strokes gained through your distance or a combination of distance and accuracy, or you're just a you know, really accurate player that never misses a fairway, so you're typically still going to have plenty of wedges or short irons in hand that you can take advantage of here. Strokes gain off the tee, I love it. Um, and then all these scoring stats, you know, your par five scoring. You got these four par fives that you got to make a bunch of birdies on. If you're not if you're not eating on these par fives, you're getting lapped. Okay, birdies are better gained. DraftKings points gained for sure. That and then the strokes gained, easy courses. That's really it. Like I think we just simplify it. I think we all we boil it down to that. I hate proximity stats. My boy Rufus Peabody, professional golf gambler, hates proximity stats. So I'm not doing all that. We're not working proximity stats into here. If you're looking for proximity stats, you're in the wrong place. Tour junkies don't. We don't play that. Okay, it's all it's just noise, and there's so many errors and flaws and proximity stats. Just, just forget it. Okay, we also don't do correlated courses here at Tour Junkies Enterprises. Okay? If you want to know why, well, it's because every caddy, every pl- tour player we've ever talked to, doesn't give it a whole lot of weight. And then we talk to a guy like Rufus Peabody, professional sports golf better for the last ten plus years, who's back tested the heck out of this thing and done all the research he could do about it, and found that it really amounts to a whole hill of nothing. So don't do that either. Like, I think we can simplify things just a little bit here, but maybe ratchet up that long-term form, turn down that short-term form a little bit, see what your models kick out. Let's have a great week, and may your screens be green, and let's bend over your bookie. Yeah, may your screens be green. I did that right, yeah. May your screens be green, and bend over your bookie for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. See ya!